Welcome, everybody. Uh, my guest today is Coach Larry Holly, William Jewell College in Liberty, Missouri. Outstanding coach. Uh, unfortunately, I had to coach against him two to three times every year, and two to three times every year he beat us. Uh, Larry has a just a, a great resume that you look at. He's been uh, five Hall of Fames, 918, maybe 19 wins in his in his career which is amazing he's in the top 10 of all coaches in four-year schools ever I mean that's that's pretty impressive uh, and Larry's been gracious enough to share some of his knowledge with us and uh, for me it's a real treat because going up against you uh, in, in in the coaching ranks was such a challenge and I had so much respect for you and your program and uh, I think I'm going to learn some things in this podcast myself. I may go back into coaching, you know, you never know. There's an 80 year old guy that, hey, hey, I can do this. But, uh, Absolutely. Larry, welcome. Really nice to have you. Well, Joe, you're, uh, you're very gracious and very kind. I'm honored to be here. And, and uh, you know, when you've coached for 90 years, you should have <laughs> 10 wins a year. And, uh, but it, I've, I've been blessed with a lot of great players and, assistant coaches. I've, I've been very blessed and, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Um, you, you had some, some teams that gave us some real battle. 607, we went 0-2 against the Ravens. I think that's correct in looking back on it. So you had some good teams and always gave us a great game and it's an honor to be on here with you. Well, thank you. Larry, I wanted to start kind of at the beginning. Um, Where'd your competitive nature come from? Because you really, really had a competitive nature, uh, not only as a player, but as a coach too. Where'd that come from? My parents, um, you know, my dad was a coach. I was always in the gym with him as a, as a youngster at the age of five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, and his players were my heroes. Uh, I watched how they competed, how they worked hard, uh, how my, how my dad tried to put together the team, that sort of thing. Uh, Certainly my coaches, uh, I had a very enthusiastic high school coach. Uh, my dad was my coach through eighth grade and uh, I always thought I would play for him in high school, but he didn't want anyone saying that I was playing because I was the, the coach's son. Now I was superintendent of school, so now I guess now I was playing because I was the superintendent's son. But uh, he hired uh, Carl McDaniel, he, he went by Tom, and this guy had enthusiasm uh, like no other. and. Uh, he, I, I, you know, he was a very competitive person and enjoyed playing for him. And then my college coach was a two-time football All-American at Missouri Valley College. He's in their Hall of Fame, Jim Nelson, but he also a very successful basketball coach. And uh, nobody was a more fierce competitor than Coach Nelson. So those guys, and then my teammates and, and uh, assistant coaches, that sort of thing. But early on, it'd be my parents. Uh, uh, and then my high school and college coach. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you played other sports than just basketball growing up. I know you were a really good uh, track athlete, but uh, were you like the shortstop on the baseball team and uh, quarterback on the football team? And Well, let, let me tell you, uh, first of all, there were 10 in my graduating class. Uh, <laughs> but, but Joe, I was up for 10%. Uh, I think it was in my dad's contract that his son had to be valedictorian. My mother, my mother, now this is a true story. My dad was superintendent. My mother was the principal. 
And my mother recorded all the grades onto the permanent. This is way before they didn't use typewriters or anything. They're writing on the permanent record. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she might have changed some of my minuses to pluses. I don't know that for a fact, but but uh, there was a little pressure on me to uh, to do well. But uh, no, my my uh, my my dad was my coach. I did play other sports. Uh, I grew up loving baseball. Uh, when the uh, Kansas, when the Philadelphia A's moved to Kansas City, I became a Kansas City A's fan in 1955. Mm. And <clears throat> Jameson didn't have a baseball team. We had basketball. We started a track program. Uh, when I was in high school. So we were not big enough to have football. We didn't have baseball. Uh, but I, I played on a travel team uh, or American Legion and Pony, Pony mm -hmm. League teams out of Gallatin, Missouri, and uh, loved the game. But I'll tell you how good I was and what they thought of my potential. My uniform number was number 68. And I had never seen 68 on the back of any major league player ever. Now, today you'll see some of those numbers, 72 with Carlton Fist or whatever. Uh, my wife still wears that jersey around the house. Everywhere. And I see that, I thought, oh, those people at Gallatin thought I had great potential in baseball. My <laughs> number was 68. I think gradually I got a lower number, but love playing baseball. Uh, dreamed of playing baseball in college, but my scholarship was basketball and track. But but uh, loved all, all the sports, loved watching football, but never never played it. I was a middle distance to distance runner. And so when I came to William Jewell, my scholarship was basketball track, but being a middle distance and, and middle and a distance runner, I also ran cross country. So I did three sports all four years I was at William Jewell. Oh, that's great. Where's Jameson? Is it is in uh, North Central Missouri. Um, you know, all roads lead to Jameson. You just have to turn. Uh, it's, uh, the, the towns around it, Bethany is about 20 miles north, okay. was born, uh, Trenton, Missouri is about 20 miles east, Yeah, Missouri is, is about, uh, 20, 30 miles south, uh, Gallatin is, Missouri is the county seat in Davies County where I grew up, but it was a community of about 175 when I grew up there, now it's about 100, I think, mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's, it, it was the place I grew up, and, uh, I was very blessed to, to, uh, to have a lot of friends and, and, and family that lived in the area. What type of success did you have in basketball in high school? Well, in high school, um, my, my, I mentioned that my dad had coached and Coach McDaniel came in my freshman year. Uh, one of the few arguments that the new coach had with my father is that had my father stayed as, as the coach, I would have played junior high as a ninth grader. We didn't have super talented upperclassmen. We had some good talent, but not great talent. And one of the other freshmen, Bill Prindle and I, Coach McDaniel was gonna move us up and my dad didn't want that to happen. And I guess that's one of the few disagreements uh, that Coach McDaniel had with my dad, but Coach McDaniel, lucky for me, uh, won out. So I, I became a starter, uh, wasn't a great player, but uh, I did, did start as a freshman all through high school. We were 12 and 12 my freshman year, then 12 and nine. My junior year was a really good team. I, I, we had a senior named Tom Prindle, who was an outstanding player, also played at what is now North Central Community College. It was Trenton Junior College at the time. Mm -hmm. 26 and two. Uh, we started out 18 and 0. Uh, There's a guy by the name of Jerry Armstrong, uh, who just passed away last week, uh, was in, uh, played at Texas Western. He was in the movie Glory Road, was a great player at North Harrison of Beetleville. Became one of my dear friends. But uh, uh, Jerry uh, shot, buzzer, net, beat us by one at their place. 
uh, for the conference title regular season. We had beaten them earlier on a neutral floor in overtime. So it was a competitive, uh, competitive team for us. And then the championship of the regional tournament to go to state was at their place and they beat us again. So mm -hmm. we six and two. They went on and got second at state that year. Jerry went on and played four years at Texas Western. And as I said, was, was featured in the movie Glory Road and sadly just passed away from pan pancreatic cancer just last week. But mm. a dear friend, my senior year, we went, we finished the year 33 and one. Uh, we were, we won our, we won uh, the several tournaments, invitationals. We won the regional tournament. They're now called districts. They were called regionals back then. We were a class S school. They were, it was simply L, M, and S, large, medium, small, obviously with 45 kids in the upper four grades, we were pretty small. We won our regional, uh, went to uh, Northeast Missouri State, which is now Truman State, and uh, played the, our first round game and won. And then we won in the quarterfinals game. We get to the, to the final four and three of the four teams are undefeated. And we lost to South Iron of Annapolis, uh, Still remember the score, 47-40. I did not have a good game. If I'd have had a good game, we probably would have played for the title. They lost in the championship to Exeter, Missouri, which was also undefeated. We've defeated Oregon, Missouri for third place. We finished 33-1 and and um, was honored to be uh, named first team All-State. But I, I had great teammates and, and uh, a great coach, and it was, uh, it was a fun time. We, we had... Uh, had a lot of fun winning those games. What opportunities did you have then for college? I had, uh, there was some area junior college, Trenton Junior College, where again, my teammate was playing uh, Highland Community College. Uh, a friend of mine who had played at Jewel, uh, Wayne Davidson was the head coach at National College, which is now closed. It was in Kansas City. I grew up thinking I would hopefully be good enough to play at Northwest Missouri State. I did go there for a visit. I went to Northeast Missouri State for a visit. But uh, during the summer, uh, someone talked to me about William Jewell, summer before my senior year, talked to me about William Jewell College and uh, actually at a baseball game. And so apparently he, he told, uh, he was a coaching at Seltzer Springs High School, had been a good athlete at Jewell. And he told the coaches at Jewell about me. And the first call I got, Joe, was from uh, Dr. Norris Patterson, the legendary football coach at William Jewell, who's in every Hall of Fame uh, for small college football. And and uh, so he calls and encouraged me to look at William Jewell. I, I remember getting off the phone and talking to my parents that said, you know, I know William Jewell's interested in me, but why is the first person, the football coach calling me? Football? <laughs> I don't even know how to put, I don't even know how to throw a football and I don't know how to put pads on. And then uh, later in the year, um, I was uh, fortunate to win the state indoor mile run my, my senior year. And so the track coach stopped by and, uh, my, my mother was in charge of the lunchroom, and so she made sure there was good food there for the William Jewell track coach coming in to talk to her son. <laughs> later, about a month later, at a career day, the basketball coach uh, was the speaker of, of, about going into coaching, and uh, I was there in, in a room full of uh, high school juniors and seniors from the six high schools in Davies County. I had not met the man yet, and he he got up in front. He said, before I get started, said, does anybody in here know Larry Holly? Well, he signed me right there. You know, I mean, here's all, all these students from, from Gallatin and Winston and Jamesport and Coffee and Pattonsburg and Jameson, and he's calling my name. So I talked to him after his speech and uh, came for a visit at William Jewell. And, and the more I, I, lo I looked at it, the more I liked it. They were going to let me do things other than just basketball. Yeah. 
I had I had had a music background and and they were going to let me be in in the band uh, uh, concert wow. band. They were going to let me be in the choir, and uh, and then obviously I my my scholarship was actually basketball and track. So mm-hmm. three sports and uh, just kind of like high school, we got got to do a lot of everything. That's great. Now, tell us a little bit about your experience at Jewel as a player. Well. Um, I walked into a really good situation. I, I played JV and varsity as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Varsity to letter. Didn't play a lot of minutes. But at the end of the year, we played Rockhurst, uh, what was co- Rockhurst College at the time. And uh, at back then, the winner of our conference, the MCAU conference, would play the next best team in, in uh, of all the NAI schools in Missouri, in a best two out of three series to go to the national tournament. Well, we won our conference and the other team happened to be Rockers. And uh, so we played them best two out of three. I was a reserve on that team. Uh, and we lost the first game in overtime. We lost to them twice during the regular season, both, both close games. And then the second game, they got us by double digits. And that was my freshman year. I got to play a little bit. I had to uh, guard a guy by the name of Dick Hennier, who was uh, one of the best uh, shooting guards in, in the nation at the time. And then I'll never forget this. I, I got into one of those games, Joe, and, and I'm in the game and uh, Homer Drew, uh, my running mate at guard, throws the ball to me. I turn around and there is Ralph Telkin guarding me. And those that, that remember him, he was he may, be, may have been the best defensive guard in the nation at the NEI level. And he wore goggles. And, you know, he was, he'd get down into a defensive stance. I caught the ball, and this is no kid, kidding. I probably wet my britches because he's in this defensive stand. I threw the ball back to Homer Drew, and I went down and got myself off the ball somewhere. I didn't want to try to bring it up against, against him. But that was my freshman year. My sophomore year, midway through the year, I became a starter. Um, my, I, I've told you this before. Uh, well, by the way, Rockhurst went on and won the national title that year. Yeah, so. not bad. They beat Lucius Jackson in Pan American in 1964. Yeah. And uh, so the next year, they're the defending champs. And uh, my first college start is at home. Homer Drew had gotten hurt, and I'd stepped in and played well in his absence. And so the next game I got to start, and it was against Rockers. And I uh, had a nice game, scored 18 points. And and um, I think they, they didn't have a scouting report on me. That's I, I, probably the high point total I ever had against Rockers in my career. But I will tell you, my senior year, so I became a starter and started the rest of my career and uh, blessed to play on three conference championship teams in basketball, had some great teammates. And, uh, but it, it, was, it was a great experience, uh, obviously cross country and track as well. But on the, on the basketball side of it, uh, it was the 65 team was probably the best team I, I played on. We lost to Lincoln in the playoffs that year best two out of three. They had a guy named Arvesta Kelly, who you know, yeah. uh, who went on and played in the ABA, and Milton Williams, who played in the NBA, and Marshall Evans, who got drafted by the San Diego Rockets, and had another starter who became a all-pro defensive back, I think, with the Minnesota Vikings. So they were pretty talented. Yeah. Eight and by six. Then uh, my junior year, we got second in the league. Uh, my senior year, we won it again, and I've talked to you a little bit about the smallest lineup. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in college history to win a conference title. We were 6'2", 5'11", 5'11", 5'11", and 5'9". And uh, had a lot of fun, but lost to Rockhurst again in the uh-huh. playoffs, two out of three. But uh, looking back on it, uh, 
as I've told you, I've, I've started Zoom calls with the 67 team my, my senior year. And I'm going to have one next week with that 65 team, which has Homer Drew on it. Oh, that's great. He went on to have a pretty good career coaching at Valparaiso. And his okay. son, one, one, obviously, the head coach at Baylor, Scott Drew, and the other one's at Grand Canyon and uh, in Phoenix. And that's where Homer lives now. That's, that's terrific. Um, what got you leaning towards coaching? I mean, you could have done a lot of things. Obviously, you're an excellent student. You had a music background, too. Uh, what pushed you the, into coaching? Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll start with what, what I didn't do. My, uh, I grew up uh, in the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, and uh, uh, the minister was a graduate of Culver Stockton College. And I think my mom would have been very happy if I'd have become a minister. I know my minister would have been very happy if I'd have gone to Culver Stockton and become a minister. That was uh, the Christian Church Disciples of Christ. There were three schools in Missouri that kind of sponsored them at that time. And Culver Stockton was one. Christian College in Columbia, Missouri, which is now Columbia College, hmm. and Missouri University was part of that church. But, but uh, truthfully, uh, being in the gym with my dad all the time, my dad was a coach. And I think as soon as I ever thought about what I wanted to do as a livelihood would be to teach and to coach. And my dad tried to talk me out of it. Uh, he'd been a coach and he'd had the ups and downs. And I would listen. I was the only child. And I would listen at the kitchen table about coaches getting fired for various reasons. Maybe their team, their boys team won the conference title, but the girls didn't do as well. And the, they didn't play the board member's son or they didn't play the superintendent's son or the boosters or whatever. And I, my dad didn't want me going, putting that product out there every Tuesday and Friday night for everybody to criticize because everybody's smarter than the coach. If you don't believe it, just go sit in the bleachers. That's right. you know, you'll, you'll soon find that out. But, but my dad, I think I was a sophomore or junior. He quit trying to talk me out of it, but he, he sincerely uh, tried to talk me out of it uh, uh, because of, of, you know, all the criticism that, that comes your way. And, uh, but it, the advantages far outweigh the disadvantages. So I knew from an early, early age that I wanted to, wanted to be a basketball coach. Well, that's, that's, you know, it, a lot of kids get into college and uh, don't have any clue as to what they want to do. And, and for you to really have a good idea of what that was going to be early was a real blessing. Uh, I think uh, that most of us, you know, we, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Heck, I majored in math. And the only reason I majored in math is because I knew it was hard. <laughs> that was it. And then I get hired, hired by Southwestern Bell. I had a, a yep. minor degree in business. They, they hired me and put me in the accounting department. And I, I didn't like accounting, you know, but they put me in accounting because I was good at math, you know. Sure, so, absolutely. So, so you were blessed to know what you wanted to do and be able to follow that uh, career path. Well, Larry, I think we're going to take a short break here. And uh, okay. when, when we come back, I want to talk to you about coaches that influenced you and the way you coached and who were some mentors to you. Very okay. Good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 